1: Coming up, the latest in Kansas City soccer coverage from KCSN. Featuring No Other Pod with Jimmy Mack and Daniel Cooser. Currently with Daniel Cooser and Chris Wright. And Soccer Talks with Ali Trost-Martin. KC Sports Network is your new go-to for Kansas City soccer coverage. Make sure to hit that follow button so you don't miss anything. And now, let's get to it.
2: What's up, soccer fans? Welcome to this week's edition of the Soccer Talk podcast here on KC Sports Network. I'm your host, Allie Joseph Martin. And this week, we are talking some Kansas City current and getting to know one of their young rising stars, a bit better defender, Izzy Rodriguez. You might remember that name because you heard it after she scored an absolute golazo on the road against Angel City last weekend and her first goal. It was an absolute beauty. So we're going to have her on the show here in just a bit to get to know her a little bit better talk about her career career goals and a whole lot more we got some fun uh, rapid fire fill in the blank questions to close things out so that's all coming up for you here on this week's edition of the show and as always we are presented by our friends at emprise bank you can open an account with emprise bank in less than just five minutes but the savings just start there emprise is a trusted partner with a variety of products and services to help you achieve all of your goals so don't be tethered to a brick building. Start a meaningful relationship with the bank that has your best in mind. Please join me in welcoming Izzy Rodriguez to the Soccer Talks podcast. Izzy, how's it going? How are you? Thank you so much for taking the time
3: to join us this week. I'm great. Thanks so much for having me. Um, I think it's coming off of a a fun week, personally. Obviously, we could have a little bit better result as a team, but we're really excited going into our home game coming up. So let's talk about that goal. And
2: we'll talk a little bit more about the game and the results and the good form that the team has been in, you know, that result aside. But your galazzo, I mean, down 3 nil, you guys come out of the half just looking, you know, re-energized. You make some tweaks to the formation. And uh, I'll admit opening up so that you can come in, crashing the box to score an absolute banger. Take me through that. What did you see on the play? And uh, what was that moment like for you?
3: Yeah, it was a really cool moment. Um, quick turnaround, though, because I knew we had to get more more goals and it had to start quick, but everyone on the team was super excited for me. And, and in the game, I think I just thought, why not? When the ball was coming back, got laid off a perfect pass. And, you know, I can only provide as much energy as I can coming in, and I think that's something that sparks then a bunch of energy for the rest of the half, which was great because we started scoring more goals. And I think we, we could have came out on top for sure because we had all those opportunities so close and, and an incredible,
2: you know, effort for the comeback and to not let Angel City um, put up any more on you all in that second half. But um, I have a feeling that you score a lot of those types of goals in training. Am I right?
3: <laughs> First prayer, yes. Uh, I love the small side of games, big goals, um, a lot of finishing. As a defender, you don't get it a lot. So it's nice to, to get it in practice sometimes and then keep working on those things. So if it does happen in a game, I'm, I'm prepared. But Defense is not the only position that you play. Like you mentioned uh, earlier,
2: you play wing back, you play um, higher up the field at times. You've kind of been able to slot in for the current and in your career at different places. When did that start, that transition, um, to being a bit more of a versatile player?
3: Um, I definitely played more of an attacking player in club. And in college, went more back to the outside back. And then this past year, I've been kind of all over the place, which has been fun. I I really do like playing in all these different positions, whether that's center back or an attacker or a wing back. Uh, It's really fun. And I've kind of had a good experience throughout club and college on having all those positions. So I'm definitely prepared for that. And wherever I'm going to be useful, I'm just going to try my best at it. So I think uh, all the years coming up to this kind of prepared me for this past year.
2: I feel like a lot of players when they're younger, you know, play, a lot of players who are really good, right, who do... Make those uh, steps forward to play at higher and higher levels. I, I feel like most of them do start in more attacking positions. and then as you progress, I, I feel like especially two players who are athletic who have that ability to get forward, wing back tends to be uh, a spot that you know, a lot of players, as you know, they progress in their in their playing careers, you know, if they have the right skill sets, get, uh, made into a wingback what was that transition like for you and when your coach first came up to you and said hey we're gonna put you in a defensive wingback role like what was your reaction to that
3: <laughs> uh actually I think the first time I ever played there was with a 17 camp uh for U.S. back in that was like 2014 um and it was a totally different position at the time for me I kind of played midfield yeah. for um all over the place but when you when you start playing there, you realize it's more of a midfield position because of how much you're getting up and back. There's a little more defensive responsibility, but wasn't too different for myself. So um, it was nerve wracking at first, but then obviously that became the position I was playing and um, it's been great. I started playing that in college more because that was what I played with the national team. So um, prepared me to be where I'm at now. So that experience
2: with the national team, U17s, what was that experience like? And what can you recall from that time as being maybe the most memorable part of, of that experience?
3: Yeah. Uh, I'm So U-17s, U-20s, I had a, a few years of those experiences. And I think the best part is just getting to see the world. Like That was the first time I really started traveling. And I feel like a lot of people my age just want to start that now. And I feel like I've already been through it, which is really cool. And a lot of the girls that I played with are all in, in the league right now. So i Made a lot of friends through that, which is cool. And we're all in the same spot. So it definitely prepared me to be where I'm at now because you have to start learning that professionalism early. But it was so fun. I think the traveling's the best part. I've been to Italy and all over Europe and, and South Korea and all over. So it's been really fun to see those different cultures and see those different places to play in different fields and what it's like. Okay,
2: best field that you got to play in or, or just playing environment?
3: Uh, I think our World Cup in France was awesome because it was right before the full team had their World Cup in France. So we kind of had a trial year um, and everything was to the nine, like so awesome. Um, The fields were great. The stadiums were great. The fans were awesome. Um, They treated us really well. So I'm trying to think of who all would
2: have been on that team or those teams with you. Um, Who are some of the players that around the league you got to know from that time that you're still so close
3: with that you've gotten to play against in the nwsl funny alexa so uh, alexa Spanster for our team i have been doing it with her for years because we're both from michigan teams all of our flights together um sophia smith naomi gurma um emily fox taylor Korniak, um ton of names i'm obviously leaving out so many but um those are just some of the ones that i feel like i've talked to most recently and uh, it's really fun then to see the players we've all grown into. Okay, so Naomi
2: Gurma and Taylor Korniak, you'll see this weekend when they are down with the San Diego Wave. Um, how is that going to be playing with them on the field?
3: It's really fun. I think we all get to catch up after the game a bit. And I remember last time they were in town, um, ran into Taylor in one of the coffee shops um, here in Kansas City. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's so nice to see you outside of a soccer environment, even though you might be here for soccer. Um, but it's yeah. nice to catch up it obviously is competitive to play against them we all kind of know each other pretty well so it's interesting to see how we take that on so playing with the U17s U20s
2: I would imagine that getting up with the the U.S. women's national team has got to be a big goal for you what's um what what would you how do you I guess kind of rank that in terms of career goals and and how like that kind of I don't know Yes, provides a, a north star for you if anything
3: as you progress yeah. it's definitely a dream to be there um I think I do best and I focus on smaller goals at first and can kind of move from there um this year compared to last year too I even feel like I'm giving myself more expectations and um I have a want to even get better and better and I see that I'm capable of playing in the league and kind of where that can take me and I would love to be there, and I'm definitely going to work my butt off to get to a position um, where I could be called or given the opportunity to do that. Um, but right now, I think my career goals are to help this team get, get as far as we can this year. I'd like to play as many minutes as I can this year and um, win a national title if we could and championship. So <laughs> we're visiting with Izzy Rodriguez, defender for the
2: Kansas City Current. And you kind of talk about that first year and just trying to, you know, maybe just kind of get your feet underneath you and and figure out life as a pro. What has been um, the biggest lesson that you've taken from year one to
3: year two and biggest bit of growth that you've seen for yourself? I think one of the biggest things that you have to get used to is that so many things can change so fast. Um, Even when you think you know something really well, um, a new stadium gets built and you're playing on a new field when you're used to playing um, on the same field before. So I think just getting used to that something new is going to come up and just being able to take that on getting comfortable being in those uncomfortable positions is definitely the thing I've learned from last year this year. Um, I definitely feel like I have pretty high expectations for myself this year and I felt a lot of good growth in my game over the off season. Um, So I hope that portrays onto the field this year. What were
2: some of your focuses in the off season? now that you had that experience from the first year. What were some areas you are like, okay, I can really improve here, here, and, and here?
3: Yeah, I think just the game so fast and getting comfortable with the speed of play in a super fast-paced environment. Luckily, I have a really good environment at home, and I actually train with Michelle and Alexa as well um, with Next Level Training and Ann Bird, and there's a lot of MLS and NPSL players who come in town to train there. Um, so we have a really good environment. And I think that was a big part of my game and then just getting kind of gritty. You got to be physical in this game and um, playing against some of the guys in the trainings helps with that for sure. Okay, so good contention of Michigan players on
2: this Casey Current squad. Are you all just trying to collect as many as you can?
3: First sure. it's great to have them. It's great to have some familiarity. Um, we spent, again, three months in the offseason training together and seeing them both get drafted here was really cool.
2: Yeah, I can imagine how cool of a moment that was for you. So I want to Talk a little bit more about your draft day experience. Fourth round, uh, 2022 draft. What was that moment like for you getting the call for your family, everyone? Just what to your call from that time.
3: Yeah. Finally getting the call was awesome. Well, I would say it's probably one of the most stressful days I've had. <laughs> it's a long draft. Um, actually funny too, now that I'm talking about it, my power went out in my apartment. Uh literally 20 minutes before the draft started. So I had everything no. else set up. Family, friends there. Luckily, it went on like 20 minutes after the draft started, so I only missed a little bit at the beginning, but then that was another side sh- I had my phone set up literally for 20 people to be watching from. It was a mess, but when my name finally got called and Kansas City was the team that I didn't really know too much about at the time, I hadn't really talked to anyone from there. Um, honestly, I think I started crying. I, I was so excited. Aww. It was like something you've only really dreamed of, and you never really you knew was capable until it happens. So that was one of the best moments ever my parents were. Crying. Uh, it, it was a great time. And then we got to celebrate a little bit. I had graduation the next day for a college shows, just a big celebration mm-hmm. of a weekend. That's awesome. And you mentioned like not knowing much about
2: Kansas City. And really at that time, they were coming off of their inaugural season. It was a really tough year. There weren't a lot of wins. The team on the field saw a lot of, you know, different moving pieces. And, and so a part of what has been this reimagined KC current team that's really you know, come on the scene off the field for a number of reasons with all of the progress that they're making to help grow the game uh, and advance women's sports. But then on the field, the team has matched that with the performances and getting to the national championship last year, all um, sure. championship final. Um, like what, uh, what's it been like to be a part of this club and, and how the league's really just kind of, been maybe a little bit surprised just as you were when you got the call and didn't know much about Kansas City.
3: For sure. Uh, I think Kansas City has been so welcoming. One, the community, the team, everything. The the soccer atmosphere here is unlike no other that I've seen. Everyone loves it. It's so much fun. Uh, Our team is awesome. I really had no expectations going into what an environment would look like at the professional level. And the locker room is so inviting, but so competitive, too. Uh, I think we have a lot of fun, but we know when to work. And I think that showed last year. Um, Everything in the locker room was on board, and that's how we got to where we were. Yeah, and it was an unbelievable year, which I know
2: the beginning of this season has been um, a little bit challenging with how it started. And now, you know, finding form outside of last weekend's result. What's kind of been the reaction from the team after that loss to L.A. as you all get set to welcome in San Diego this weekend on Sunday and uh, get back to that that little
3: nice streak that you all were in with the the three straight win. Yeah, I think uh, we kind of focused on keeping a little bit of that disappointment we had, and because we knew we could do a little bit better uh, last weekend, keeping that, but we have to move forward with it. So having a little bit of that extra, like we we know we need to win and we want to win, and we're at home and we get a chance to do that this weekend. But I think week in and week out, it's just focusing on our next opponent and being the most prepared we can. So when we go out there in game day. It's just about us playing, about us working together and and putting on a good performance. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. When we come
2: back, we're going to close this out with a fun little segment called Fill in the Blank. So just rapid fire questions to get to know Izzy Rodriguez even better.
1: Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network.
2: All right, welcome back, Soccer Talks Podcast. Izzy Rodriguez, are you ready for a little fill in the blank action? I'm as ready as I'll ever be. Okay, here we go. My favorite soccer team to follow outside of the NWSL is blank. Tottenham. Tottenham. Oh, okay. I'm an Arsenal fan. This is fun. I love hearing like people cheer for.
3: I uh, will say okay. a lot of that fan base is because my assistant coach is a huge fan, so I kind of was forced to watch some of those games. <laughs> oh, okay.
2: That's fun. Hey, it yes. hey, doesn't matter how you get in. It's just, you know, everyone's fandom starts somewhere at some point. The player I try to emulate in how I play is, like, Crystal Dunn. Oh, that's a good one. She scores some bangers, too, from a uh, lot distance. <laughs> That's a good one. My biggest idol in sports growing up was like
3: my brother. I know that sounds cheesy, but uh, oh. he is six years older than me and didn't play soccer at all. But it made me how competitive I am today. So I think that's huge. <laughs> Brothers are the best and they
2: definitely help with helping uh, foster that competitive spirit as well. Right. Um Okay, the part of my job that most people wouldn't understand
3: is blank. Oh, that's a good one. Um the constant traveling. <laughs> Travel <I'm sure>. grind. <laughs> you never know where you're gonna be sometimes. That I can
2: relate. That is definitely um that's difficult. Especially when you've gotta go perform physically on the field. Yes. I know for me, traveling <laughs> takes it out of me. Um Okay, my go-to
3: pre-game meal is blank. Uh, I would say pasta, some chicken and a salad. It's a go-to meal of it. It got,
2: got all the uh, all the things that you need. You got it Harp. Okay. <laughs> always. Always. Heck, I do that for broadcasting. <laughs> I'm not running even for a second. Of um, okay. Does pineapple belong on pizza? Yes or no? Yes. Oh. <laughs> hey, that's how they do it up in Michigan. All right. Um, okay. The player that I was most intimidated by on the current who I'm now like close with is blank. Like who kind of intimidated you a little bit before you got into the, into the
3: locker room, if anybody. Lola Bonta. Uh, <laughs> I mean, she just says a ball. energy and I remember coming to optional trainings, my rookie season and uh, she just, Obviously has all the energy and just knew everyone knew what we were doing. Was super into all the games, but I love that girl. She's great. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
2: if I could be, if Izzy Rodriguez could be anything in the world
3: besides a soccer player, like what career? Your career would be blank. Oh, I would love doing anything working with animals. Uh, I volunteered with Casey Pet Project um, before I got my dog and. I loved it. So anything animal rescuing, watching dogs, I would love to do that. Oh. <laughs> that's awesome. What's your dog's name? Daisy.
2: Daisy. That's a great pup name. <laughs> um, okay. And then oh what was uh what was the next one? Oh, my favorite holiday is blank. Thanksgiving. Love the food. I'm with you. Some people, Thanksgiving food sometimes gets a little too much criticism for by liking um, Okay. And my last one, I can't remember if you answered this, but this is one that I'm riffing from the Casey Current question of the day. Um, who would play you in a movie? I
3: can't remember if I saw you answer that one or not. <laughs> I have not answered it, but I'm so bad with names of actresses. Uh, like, This is going to be a tough one. I would love this is not because I think we look anything alike, but I would love Jennifer Aniston to play me because I love her. But
2: (laughs) the Queen, uh, I totally agree, and she's just like an incredible actress too. Oh yeah, so that would be. I although I'd love to see her play soccer because I would imagine a movie about Izzy Rodriguez would work well. Love her athleticism as well. That would be pretty. I love it. Well, Izzy, best of luck this weekend. I know that all the fans are excited to get back to Children's Mercy Park. I'll be on the call for that game again locally on 38 The spot with Dave Orchard. We've got coverage starting at 430 and then of course the game kicking off around five o'clock. So be sure to tune in and watch that as the current take on the San Diego Wave. It's been called the Water War, which I love. Um, going to be a fantastic matchup between um some really exciting players in the league you get to play against some of your uh former teammates the these 17s and 20s uh we've got player morgan coming to town too so it's going to be a lot of uh, great star power between uh the star-studded kansas city current and uh the san diego wave so be sure to tune in and izzy again best of luck and thank you so much for taking the time to join us today on the podcast thanks so much for having me i had a great time awesome well there is izzy rodriguez we are going to uh wrap this thing up here so be sure to follow kcsn soccer on youtube and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts um for izzy rodriguez i'm ali trost martin and we'll see you next time
1: thanks for listening to kc sports network don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard and think others would as well you can find all six of our channels at kcsn covering the chiefs the royals sporting kc and the kc current plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou by searching KCSM wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain, educate, inform. KC Sports Network.